From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello and welcome to episode six of Opinions Anonymous. While we were off from recording last week, we hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. You'll get to hear about ours later, or from some of us. I'm Joe, and with me this week is Adam. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing well, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well. And Andy, how's it going? I'm, I'm great, buddy. Thanks for asking. And last and definitely least, Rookie. How are you doing tonight? <sighs> Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a lot in store this week. But first, we're going to, like normal, we're going to go over some emails. You have an email. Okay, first email. Gary writes in and wants to know how Andy's giblets were and if and wants to know exactly what a giblet is. I'm just going to clear this up first. They weren't Andy's giblets. These are the turkey's giblets. <laughs> oh. That's what I was yeah. really confused. Okay, that makes it way clearer. <laughs> yeah, Gary, I mean, like, buy me a beer first or something, man, before you ask <laughs> questions like that. Come on. <laughs> no, but uh, but referring to giblets, of course, he, Gary's talking about uh, my excellent tradition of enjoying the giblets of the tur- Thanksgiving turkey on Thanksgiving, which are the, the liver, the gizzard, the heart, the neck. You know, all the best stuff, the stuff that comes in a weird little bag shoved inside an, an empty bird, just the way God intended them to come out. Um, <laughs> and they were, okay, well, it, it actually gets really sad from here. This, this year, my, my mom fair, made the, sad. well, yeah, okay. But this year, my mom made the turkeys a couple of days in advance because she had a lot of cooking to do on Thanksgiving Day. And she ate them herself, if you can believe that. It wow. was, yeah, I was, I was, I'm seriously scarred. Uh, I think I've written her out of my will, which I don't <laughs> think that's really going to be very effective. But yeah, I was, I was heartbroken, heartbroken that I didn't get to eat my giblets. So thanks for bringing that up, Gary. Appreciate it. <laughs> Such a Gary. Did she, did she even bring it up beforehand or did you just show up, expected some giblets and got nothing? No, and I even got there like like early. Like she's like, "Oh, we're eating around like one." Like people start to arrive probably like eleven. I rolled in at like like nine a.m. and I was like, "All right, here we go." You know, helping helping her get stuff ready. And I was like, "Hey, what's up with uh what's up with that liver?" She's like, "Oh, oh, I hate to tell you this, but since the turkey was already made, I just ate them that day." I was like, "What the fuck, mom?" <laughs> this Did she is, at least tell you they were delicious. <laughs> I mean, I, I I wasn't willing to hear anything after that. I was I was not sticking around to find out how good they were. <laughs> and she didn't hate to tell you that. She probably had a little smirk on her face when she told you. Probably, because usually I, I basically like hog them all, more or less, probably. But uh, well, so she probably got them all to herself one time. Did you stay for dinner or did you just leave? <laughs> yeah, I just I just got the fuck out of there. No, no, I didn't stay for dinner. I was. Is it really hogging when no one wants them? I mean, we well, both love you them and your mom. Yeah, we both are equally uh, very strange, I guess, and both want them. You'd have been Sounds sad. Like- I, I, 
I helped Molly's family cook two turkeys and we took that stuff straight out of the turkey and threw it straight in the trash on both of them. <sighs> Couldn't even give it to like a dog. Just like God intended. God, you guys are, you guys are horrible. I mean, I do have, so, okay. So didn't get the giblets, but I, I do surprising. No one. I do have a, a story from this Thanksgiving involving uh, well, a different kind of dead bird. Uh, my my oh, sister God. and her husband have two dogs, and they brought them uh, brought them home for the day because they were in town for like the the full week uh, or full weekend. So they brought them home, had them had them uh, caged up outside for a lot of the day, and uh, like after we ate dinner and everything, they they decided to bring them in. And me and her husband went out and let them out and, and kind of you know let them walk around outside for a little bit, and then and then brought them in, and like it was not even like right. After we brought them in, like a half hour later, her one of her dogs just comes run like has been in the house this whole time, just comes running in with like half a bird carcass that it found outside. I don't know, <laughs> like like a small bird. And it just it was just like legs and guts in the middle of our living room with like our, our my mom's whole family there. And we were like, what the hell is happening? So that was the uh, that was the best inside of a bird that I saw on Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, oh, I was getting ready to ask you: Did you uh, go ahead and fry up the giblets? <laughs> uh, no, uh, Gus actually the dog he had already taken them for himself. I, believe, <laughs> oh, so. I was once again snubbed. <laughs> so you found the fir- the third living thing on this planet that likes them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my sister's gross dog. <laughs> you say gross, but he had the exact same thing that you wanted. Yeah, true, true. You bring up a good point. I didn't say I wasn't gross in this scenario. I guess, I guess. you would have cooked them first, at least. He went straight for the sushi giblets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't think they're probably as good raw. <laughs> Did anyone else have any any exciting Thanksgiving Day stories? I think the only excitement from mine was that Molly's parents uh, stocked the bar with like 23 bottles of wine before all the family came over. And so I tried to do my best to help empty that. And I ended up asleep on the couch. I was sleepy. Did you, did you, (laughs) bottles? Did you rate them all like an 18? (laughs) Uh, At the end, they all tasted like fruit juice. So sure. Very high ratings from Rookie, as per usual. <laughs> oh, wait until we get to this week's movie club and you'll be surprised. Spoiler. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if we don't have any more Thanksgiving Day stories to pass around here, let's go ahead and jump into our next email. We've got a write-in from Stan in Detroit. He says he loved Andy's rap in the last episode. How nice, Stan. Thank you. He, uh, he wants to know if any of the Opinions Anonymous crew have any other hidden talents. Well, what do you guys have? So we're calling that a hidden talent? Yeah, of course. Okay. It was hidden until very recently. recently. It was. It was was ta- it the it was writing or the singing too. or all of it? It was mostly the writing. I think the singing was mediocre at best. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> um, Didn't I, work I hard on that. <laughs> Didn't work hard on that part. <laughs> no, so as far as hidden talents go, I mean, I don't really, I don't feel like I have a lot. I can solve a Rubik's cube. Ooh, that's can like really? that's like a sneaky good one. Yeah, I really can. That's not even that sneaky good. That's just good. Yeah, I can. Do you trust me? Just I when I worked the night shift there for a while, uh, 
guy that worked for me could do one. Um, so that night I went to Walmart and bought one and watched YouTube videos until I figured it out. Uh, yeah, that was actually be, my like, next question was, did you like just bang it out yourself or, or get some kind of guide? Well, he bangs so, it out himself pretty often. So, nice rookie. Nice. So there's just, there's an algorithm for each like section. So it's just a matter of memorizing them. Mm. So you are memorizing algorithms to solve a Rubik's cube. Never thought I'd hear that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very smart. impressed. That is that is a heck of a talent. I'm pretty smart, guys. It actually took me longer to learn the word algorithm than did to solve the Rubik's cube. <laughs> so what's your what's your record? Have you like timed yourself? You know, we did there for a little bit, like not often, but like I think. I tried it for speed once and it was less than two minutes, but like I'm talking like 157. Like it wasn't great. Less than two minutes? Yeah. Did you say that wasn't great? Have you seen the little Asian kids that can do it in 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah but you're not Asian. I'm going on like 15 <laughs> years and still haven't solved one. So <laughs> two minutes sounds pretty good. For yeah, one no shit, I know for a, a fact we had some in my house. We had some in my house growing up and, I mean, literally had them for, we probably still have them and they're not solved. So, well done. And that was, that was you know, five different sets of, of siblings going through and trying their hand at it. Yeah. It's, it, I well, think I may have found something that I, a new hobby that I'm going to try to master. First thing I need to do is get, in a, get a Rubik's Cube. They're like <laughs> eight bucks. Not good investment. Okay. Until you bring them home your and your uh, wife loses it somehow. Been missing mine for a while. <laughs> See, I'm impressed because I was going to say my hidden talent is, you know, those little triangle things where you try to get rid of all the golf tees? I can figure that out. Oh, yeah, the Cracker Barrel uh, thing? I've <laughs> lost money to Joe on that before. <laughs> Joe Joe hustles the Cracker Barrel game. <laughs> <laughs> With that, there's only like three jumps you need to know, and then it all pretty much takes care of itself. You got to get really good at pocketing that second to last one. It's just not, it's not something I can always do. Yeah. The only uh, hidden talent I have is I can make alcohol disappear pretty quick, but it reappears later usually. So <laughs> I guess it doesn't count. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a bad habit. It's kind of like a bad talent really then. Yeah. I have a problem. Sorry guys. Yeah. How hidden <laughs> is that rookie? <laughs> yeah. Well, after a few true, drinks, not very. You do stay you stay anonymous at the meeting, so technically it's still hidden. <laughs> good good point. Yeah, but just because you're anonymous doesn't mean they're not judging you, rookie. <laughs> and speaking of being judged, the uh, the other one I thought of for myself was I feel like I'm really good at at Jeopardy. Like not that I've ever like been an actual contestant or like done it for real with the buzzer and everything, but just like watching it, I feel like I'm pretty good at it. And I like I watch it too much. I'm not like Ken Jennings, but I feel like I've got a pretty good knowledge base and like no, it can be pretty quick. Plus, I'm like way too competitive. So if I'm watching it with anybody else, I just like my only goal is to try to beat them. And I feel like I do an okay job. So are we going to get an Opinions Anonymous sponsorship to send you to try out for Jeopardy? I mean, I would I would welcome the challenge. I'd probably get embarrassed like the minute I got there and everybody else is way better than me and way smarter, but I can dream. I do enjoy a, a good episode of Jeopardy. I'm like one of those where 
I'm not going to make time to go watch it, but if it gets to be about 7.30 and I'm not doing anything, you bet it's it's on there. And it's it gets fun when it it doesn't have to be like the junior high kids on there for you to actually get some <laughs> right. You just get a, a category that you can you can just hammer home. You got them all or uh, beat it out, as we were saying, for the Rubik's <laughs> Cube. Hammer it out, whatever we said. Just get that one, uh, get that one category you like. See, I gave up my hope of game shows when I used to watch Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader as like a junior in college and lost. So, <laughs> so that's, that's the only one I can still get things right on occasionally. You bring up a good point, though, because the best I feel like maybe my favorite Jeopardy version is like the kids Jeopardy. When you watch it and just absolutely thrash them, you're like, you kids are so goddamn dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get one, they'll have a couple of questions on there like, I've never heard of that in my life. It's about like some like quantum physics or some shit like that. And they all know it. You're like, what the fuck? I didn't have that in college. What are you guys doing in <laughs> sixth grade with that? Okay. Next email. A professional poker player is offering up to, up $100,000 to someone who can spend 30 days isolated in a dark room. Do we think that we can do this? And just so you guys know, this is what you get in the room. You get a fridge that's stocked with like foods and stuff. Vitamins, a paddle ball, toiletries, and a Rubik's cube. Now the Rubik's cube pops up again. Yeah, so there you go, Joe. That's a good time to learn. I literally haven't heard of heard of a Rubik's cube in probably a year, and I was come up twice in <laughs> six minutes. It's crazy how that happened. That's super un- unfortunate for you, Adam. Because what would you do after the first minute and fifty-seven seconds? You're already done with the Rubik's cubes. <laughs> I guess paddle I would ball for 29 paddle days. Ball around. Yeah. Now, if, if I had access to YouTube or something to help me figure it out, I'd be all for this. But that would just, I'd be banging my head against the wall because I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. It says 30 days of frustration and misery. <laughs> See, that would never work though because I would, after like hour three of not being able to figure it out, I would throw it against the wall. It would shatter the end of the Rubik's cube. <laughs> but not to tear this this challenge apart too much, but how dark is the room? Because if the room's too dark, then you can't see the Rubik's cube and know if you finished it. The paddle ball would maybe be even more infuriating. <laughs> back to the back to the blazing paddles with the got the warped one. Yeah, as usual, sir. <laughs> why? Why does this uh, just make me think of the start to a bad horror movie where you like you're locked in this room for thirty days and like. A year later, someone finally comes finds you because they forgot you. Because you're because pe- you're a pessimist. Well, I couldn't fucking do it. So you would, thirty would days you is so long. Like, there's a reason why, like, solitary confinement's like the biggest or the most, uh, the highest punishment in prison. Yeah, wouldn't you just go insane? I yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, it starts to just really mess with you. If you if you know you're getting a hundred thousand dollars, you won't have to work for like a long time. Back. See, that's what you think of. You can just do you can just do thirty days, like you're set for a while. And you've got a fridge, vitamins. You have a Rubik's cube, for heaven's sake. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> They're practically giving this money away. Wait, and I, is the, was the Rubik's cube really there? Or was that put on here because we were just talking about one? No, it really was. It was on the list. I don't know why, okay. but it was. All right. Okay. 
I love that it's a professional poker player that's just offering this up. Like, how did this even come about? Is this promoting anything or what's the deal there? He probably bet someone that he could get someone to do this. And he bet them 200000 so. Isolated in a dark room. I, I want to say I could do this, but it's got to be tougher than it, than it just looks like on the surface. I'm going like, how many hours do you way. spend at work a year and you hate where you are there? How much worse can sitting in a room with nothing to do be? But 30 straight days. Yeah. Like, in a dark room, you come out, like, in the sunshine, you're going to be, like, you can be disoriented, not know where you're at. That would take you a couple days to get, get your feet under you, but, eh. I think that's where the challenge comes in. They think that, like, that much darkness for that long would, like, really mess you up and, like, make you lose your mind and make it basically unwinnable. Well, it's proven that there's some amount of days that if you sit in pure darkness after a certain amount of days, you will go blind. I don't Ooh. think that's 30 days, though. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a bitch about it, though? Like, you finally do this and you succeed and you have $100,000 you can't see? Uh, that would be my luck. I, I get the money, but I have no eyes. What month is it? I wouldn't want to do it in July because <laughs> there's a lot of things to do in July, but... <laughs> I don't know, maybe February. <laughs> Great question. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I don't think I could do it, but I'd like to sit here. Like, My initial thought is, yeah, but the longer I think about it, 30 days is 30 days. You're never going to get back. That's the thing, too. And he's offering $100,000, but it's not going to be easy. No, you'd have to earn it. Is anybody going to do it? Do you know that? Ooh. I, I, Do we I have at the time I don't think anybody who's had taken po- it who's off. Who's the poker player? Is it like a famous poker player? Got to be a uh, famous if they're willing to give somebody a hundred thousand. I, I didn't it, recognize it, the name, but I haven't watched the World Series of Poker since about two thousand and two. So, mm. it's got to be Chris Moneymaker. He's the only one I ever knew. Not what him? <laughs> I know that name. Well, fair enough. Uh, moving on, maybe. All right, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Can someone tell me what this is? Mine, mine, called it. (laughs) Super easy, super easy for me. I'm glad you asked. So Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's an animated movie coming out in December 14th. Uh, It's totally separate from all of your Spider-Man movies that have come out thus far, all of your other Marvel movies. So don't think it's like the next step in that line. It's totally separate from that. But it uh, it follows an alternate universe Spider-Man named Miles Morales, so not the Peter Parker we know and love. Um, he It follows him and, well, actually, I think the Peter Parker we know and love shows up. It basically, it, aren't there's... There like, aren't there like 14 of them? Uh, I, I don't know exactly how many appear in this movie, but in the like Marvel comics, like actual comic books, there's like a million different universes. And in, in this movie, there are like all of the... A bunch of different Spider-Man from a bunch of different universes are going to cross over into it. And... I don't actually know what the in, like the plot is supposed to consist of other than just that general concept, but that's basically what it is. So you're going to have like Peter Parker from the normal Spider-Man universe, Miles Morales, you got a, a Spider-Man who is actually Gwen Stacy, Luke's favorite. You got some weird ass like spider pig thing. It's, it's pretty out there. There's like yeah, a I lot of saw I mean, a preview for this at the well, movies this weekend. Well, how did it look? Uh, equally terrible as I would expect. 
<laughs> like you would enjoy it just as much as it sounds like you would enjoy it. It looked yeah, like I would enough. rather watch the other Spider-Man movies that I had no interest in. <laughs> but even if you're interested in the other Spider-Man movies, you don't actually have to like watch this movie. You can, you can pretty much ignore this one if you want to. I, however, will be seeing it uh, hopefully very quickly after it comes out. Uh, shocking. That's what I was going to ask you is if you were still going to watch it. And He's going to the midnight premiere. Right. Yes. Him and of him course, alone. Dressed up as all 14 Spider-Men that are going to show up in that movie. Is the pig, pig dress-up going to be the uh, squirrely tail? Uh, that'll be my cat. My cat will be the pig. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> You, can, we uh, please move, can we please move on? No, please tell me you have one of those like cat holder like backpacks that go on the front and you walk your cat around like that. I can see you doing that. Like a baby Bjorn for cats? Basically, yeah. I, I don't have one. I have a leash for him, but he doesn't he doesn't like it very much. And by basically he means that's exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've got four actually. <laughs> All right, next email. I was going to say, since we're done talking about nerdy shit. I was trying to not be a dick this time. <laughs> to Andy, you're always a dick. It's weird when you're not. I'm trying something different. It it's is cre- strange. It's creeping me out. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> before before we all get too freaked out, let's move on to our next email. We've got a, a write-in from Dan from Chicago. He says, lately I've been irrationally angry about how bad college basketball players are at free throws. I hear that. What is something that you get irrationally mad about? We don't have enough time in the day for me to list my irrational. (laughs) (laughs) Just pick one. Uh, Or name three, but you can only like explain one. Focus in on something, Adam. I can name one from earlier today. I picked up Layden from the babysitter in St. Paul and had a 45-minute drive home, and she was singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star the whole time, and I was getting irrationally angry. (laughs) I would say that goes in the rational bucket. Because you don't like that song, or you just don't like that song that many times in a row? Well, it's I think it's a little bit of both. I, I guess I don't hate the song, but if she actually learned the words, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so it like, it like started off like kind of cute, and then you're like, all right, enough of this. Well, I mean, it, it would be a lot cuter if it wasn't a daily occurrence. <laughs> Oh my god! And I think she's finally catching on to where she knows that if she annoys me enough, I'll just give her my phone because that keeps her. Oh, she's catching on. Okay. Yeah, she's a quick learner. Well, that was my irrational fear. That was my irrational anger today. Traffic. Traffic makes me irrationally angry. Uh, blue skies. I, I've got. <laughs> Children's in traffic. Children's I'm a... laughing. <laughs> All right, moving on. Since you mentioned traffic, mine is how people will wait for parking places in, we'll just say Walmart or stores like that. Like they will wait to get that first parking spot in the first, second, or third. And like I think they completely forget that they're no matter where they park, they're going to walk into that store and probably walk at least a mile anyway back and forth (laughs) across the store. But they have to save the twenty steps it would it would take for them to just park in the back and walk. And by the time they wait for that car to back up and them to take that spot, they could have already parked and been in the store anyway. 
can't tell you a little worked up about that. <laughs> Only time I'm okay with this is if the car has like started to back out when they're pulling up. There's people who will start like the people are still loading the shit in their car, and they'll sit there with their blinker on, and they're gonna stop and wait. So I've I've gone around several of them, and I usually give them the finger. I was at Sam's Club a couple of weeks ago, and somebody was waiting on my spot, and it wasn't even a good one. <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, if if you're just being courteous and like letting the person back out so that they can get out of there, and you just kind of luck out and get the good spot, yeah, I'm fine with that. But if you're doing it just so that you get a good spot, that's a little ridiculous. I think one 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 of the things that like rubs me the wrong way is that that like awkward like kind of in between point where like the person starts to back out and you've basically stopped just to let them go. And they like still just sit there for a while. You're like, or pull back into the spot. (laughs) Like they're just (laughs) adjusting their car. You're like, God damn it. If I ever see anybody waiting on me again, I'm just not going to get in my truck and just walk back into the store. (laughs) (laughs) That was just load one. You you just waited for nothing. (laughs) We got round two coming up folks. Um, one that I would say makes me, well, two things and they're very related is one is when you're driving like on the interstate and you're going to pass someone and someone tries to fly up on your right side and cut in and there's clearly not enough room. Um, and they act Mm -hmm. like you did something wrong and then (laughs) like you're the asshole if you don't let them in. Yeah. Yeah, I will get in an accident before I let that person in. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I get right up on the car in front of me's ass. Um, I mean, fuck my car so full of dents right now. It it doesn't even matter. (laughs) And then, uh, and and then similarly slow walkers that won't get out of the way. So like when you're walking down a sidewalk Mm -hmm. and, or a hallway. So I, I get this at work a lot. Like people will be walking like three or four people wide at like the most leisurely pace ever. And I'm running late to something and I'm trying to walk past them and they act like you're like, you're being a pain in the ass because they're taking up the whole hallway. Well, maybe you should leave on time for things. Maybe sometimes other things. We're not getting into that right now. <laughs> Ricky, I get it. I get it, though, because I just had this experience a couple of weeks ago in an airport because, like, I had a connecting flight and, like, my flight was was a little late getting in. So I only had, like, a couple minutes to get to my other gate. And, of course, it was all the way down across the across the airport. Of course. But, like, every every moving walkway, there's, like, a person just standing in the middle of it with their their rolling suitcase like blocking the whole thing. So I'm like chugging as fast as I can and get there and then like run up on this person. I have to be like, excuse me, you maybe not take up this whole thing. So yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. Speaking of which moving walkways, you're still supposed to walk on them. People that like, yeah, not to just get on and get lazy. It's to move you faster. Okay. Now you stand on the right. You walk on the left. Yeah. Same goes for us. Stand, you get over to the, you get over to the right. If you're going to walk, you then the left should be open for if you're walking up an escalator, Andy, you're just a dick. <laughs> I, just, I should let uh, let nature take its course on those things. Exactly. Especially the escalators going down. Yeah, don't be a hero. <laughs> those, I, I just I just slide down, down the rails on those. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uh, this is sort of related to that. My my irrational anger from also from today, Adam, I'm going to join you in just picking something from today. So in this is something that everybody I, I know you guys have all experienced this uh, in the elevators in my building make me mad. 
So you guys have all, you know, everybody's mad about these elevators in my building. Anybody else surprised that his building has elevators? Well, I mean, where it's else are you going to hide from the cops? They work. Oh, I just raised my hand. I should probably actually tell you that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just figured you were in like an eighth floor walk up. You know, since you like to walk oh. up fucking escalators. Hey, take it easy. I, I do laps around the elevator as it's going up to make up for <laughs> not moving. Uh, no, but so my building has like 14 floors of apartments and the elevators, for whatever reason, there's three cars, whatever reason their default position is level one, which is actually like level two of the building. It's the first floor of apartments. So every day I get home from work and I have to sit there and push the button and wait for a car to come down from level one to the lobby. I'm like, why, why wouldn't the lobby be the default position? It's like the one that gets used the most. This doesn't make any sense. So that, that drives me nuts literally uh, like every day for the past like three years since I've lived here. You know, I get that. I get, that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's very strange. I'm glad you all have are, are sympathetic to my cause. And, you know, that probably hits home for a lot of you. Yeah, I hate when the elevator's not there <laughs> when I get there in the morning. What annoys me about uh, elevators is just being part of going with inefficiency, too, is I worked at a building where it's literally one floor and then a second floor. And the employees, you literally walk in. The door you walk into is into the stairwell. You walk out of the stairwell, and now you're in the op. So people would walk through that building to go over to the elevators to wait <laughs> on that elevator to take them up one set of one set of stairs. When you probably could have been at your desk anyway. It's just like just use the stairs, and they're all they half of them were overweight anyway. It's like, huh? Hey, you just use the stairs every day. You solve two problems. I'm with you, Joe. And. And so where my, my desk is at, there's three buildings all connected and there's one elevator in the middle one and people legitimately will walk all the way there to go up and there's only two floors again. So in the, in the morning, it's funny if you sit out in the lobby where the elevator is, there will be a line that forms almost every day <laughs> of people waiting for this thing. And like half of them, like what, what I don't understand is they're in shape people that I know like later that day, they take time out of work to go work out downstairs. And I, I, it, it befuddles me. But now that we're all getting worked up. Yep. Should we move into our movie club this week? I think so. I get irrationally mad about this movie club. So In what way? I'm like, I say, we've got like three, <laughs> four movies that I'm free behind. So I say, fine. Joe, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I haven't watched a single one of these yet. If that tells you anything, <laughs> I know. Busy. In the same, in the same time, or in the same uh, golf round, you said I don't have time for a movie club. But by the way, next week I'm going to see three movies. I guess how many movies I watched? Zero. <laughs> exactly zero. <laughs> Well, this week I picked How It Ends, a Netflix original that came out. And every time I was getting on Netflix, the trailer kept popping up. So I thought, hey, how bad could this be? So I watched it exactly three hours ago <laughs> because I realized I hadn't watched it yet. <laughs> and it's your typical, I guess, I'm just going to say spoiler alert now because I'm probably going to say some stuff, but... It's your typical apocalyptic movie. Something happens. Uh, 
the girlfriend is in Seattle. The boyfriend is in Chicago, actually with her parents, getting ready to ask them if he can marry her. Uh, they get in a fight. Then this apocalyptic event happens. And then it ends up that him and the dad are on this road trip across the country to go rescue the daughter. And it, it's just, it's just bad. Like it's the whole thing that like, it never says at the end, like what this event is just magically, like there's earthquakes on the West coast and there's uh, no electric anywhere in the U S it, it just basically everyone starts killing each other and stealing shit. And this is all within like a day span. It, it just wasn't that good. Did any of you guys watch it? Uh, n- no, negative. And now I don't have to. Thank you. That was a pretty oh, good sorry, summary, I rookie. I quit listening when you said spoiler alert. Oh, because, <laughs> because you're really going to watch Joe. <laughs> good idea. He takes, he takes his spoilers very serious. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but like at the end, again, none of you are going to watch it. And they, I already said spoiler alert, but at the end it's, they even tried to take the apocalyptic movie and I wouldn't mind if they like, maybe explained what the fuck happened or what's going on. But instead he, he gets to the girlfriend, the dad dies along the way and they get all excited. Well, she ran off with the neighbor guy who helped save her. Well, now he's in love with her. The boyfriend ends up shooting him and killing him. And then they drive off and now there's a dust cloud following them and they say they're going to make it, but the dust cloud definitely catches them. So it's just bad. Um, so it would be less than a five. I don't know what it would be, but it'd be less than that. Well, I basically know when Luke said it took him like three or four nights to watch the whole movie, that it was not going to be my kind of movie. Oh, wow. Even Luke said that he likes some really shitty stuff. Yeah. I don't think this is one of those. Diamonds five in the rough. Might be, uh, five for this one. Yeah. Well, I said less than five. Do you not know what numbers are less than five? <laughs> can you en- can you enlighten me? Just give yeah. it a, give it a rating. I would say I'd give it a four. That's a that's a rookie rating, FYI. Yeah. No pun intended. So uh, translation: Don't watch it. Don't waste your time. We're going right in. That's what she said. Okay. So wow. n- now that we knew that uh, this movie yeah, rookie sucked, fucking sucks. Move on. <laughs> oh, you had to get that in there. Uh, Misty, who I have never met, but works with uh, Adam and Luke, recommended Nothing to Hide for the next week. So that's our next week's movie club movie. It sounds interesting. Maybe. Also also on Netflix. I did come up with, uh, or I, I looked this one up online, and uh, it said Nothing to Hide is a 1981 pornographic film. I think I maybe got the wrong one. Is there a is there a new one that I don't know about? Oh, I guess I will be watching this one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll watch both. And is that like when uh Compared Mauer uh, downloaded Pirates instead of Pirates of the Caribbean? Way to keep bleep that name out in post, but yeah, definitely. Well, Mauer, Mauer there's 87,000 of them. It That's could be true. any of them. <laughs> no joke, but seriously, like do it right now. Google search uh, nothing to hide movie, and it like comes up huge on the side of the screen, like the Wikipedia entry. Uh, very, very funny experience. You would think they would have a lot to hide. <laughs> I will do incognito mode before I. 
Google. Good that. idea. So okay, net. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, look for look for that on the website, and you know, feel free to leave a comment if you guys watched that movie um, to let us know what you thought about it. And then, speaking of the glorious Opinions Anonymous website, we've got. Our friend Kyle was out this week, but he he was sure to uh, actually he posted a, a video on our YouTube channel with his money shot for this week. So go ahead and check that out. Okay, moving on. Then I think it's time for everybody's. Is this everybody's favorite segment? The master debaters. It's maybe not everybody's favorite moment, but maybe the best. The, <laughs> the title itself, at least, has to be the favorite. Yes, definitely. Who wants to lead us off with our first debate topic? I guess I'll go ahead and get started. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, is it worth it? Is it a scam? And do you participate? Hmm. I mean, I've never done the like the full like camp out, be in line at 4 a.m., get ready to run in and grab your items off the shelves on Black Friday. But I've definitely, I mean, I'm an internet shopper guy. I've definitely bought many things on like Cyber Monday and the Black Friday week. So, I, I mean, I've reaped the benefits. I don't know how negative I can really be about it. So I, I've i gotten better at, I don't necessarily do all my online shopping on Black Friday or Cyber Monday anymore because it seems like like just yesterday I was doing shopping on Amazon and I think I went to Kohl's and Fanatics and a couple other places. And they also had Cyber Week that then turns mm-hmm. into Christmas month. And so I feel like a lot <laughs> of the deals keep going there. I mean, obviously there are some good, like really good deals, but they usually those are the things they only have a limited quantity of. But I would say if there's something that you specifically want that's that you can get online and you don't have to go to a store and get trampled for it, it's probably worth it. But I feel like the Black Friday, Cyber Monday stuff, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say it's a scam, but it's never what you want. Like, there's always some caveat to it. Like, oh, here's this 70-inch TV, but it's 720 hertz or something. Like, oh, yeah. It'd be yeah, 60 like hertz or 720p. What? 720p or whatever yeah 60 hertz or something it's like oh you get this huge tv but it's if you want to do anything on it it's going to be slow like i feel like all that's so i personally i'm not going to fall for the deal oh you have this on sale well i i always look at it there's probably a reason why it's on sale um because if they're going to make money with it, they they don't need to put it on sale. You get what you pay for. So they're just cl- trying to clear out like old inventory or something. And, and maybe that's not true. That's how I see it, though. Is how they're just trying to or get their name out there with this great deal. And maybe it's I don't want to call it a bait and switch thing, but they've got this great deal here. But you end up paying full price for the thing you really wanted anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, s- specific specifically on the TVs, I was talking to a guy at work. Um, this week and what they actually do on a lot of them. And I I'm guilty. I've bought a couple TVs on black Friday, but they will take like the actual like chipset, like the motherboards, the smart part of the TV from like last year's model or this year's model that didn't quite pass like performance testing. And they'll put them in the same case as this year's model. And if you look the actual, like if you look down to the actual model number on your TV, if you buy it on Black Friday, generally it's a different model number than if you would buy it on a different day because it's actually a different product. It actually it has lesser uh, components within it. It can't be legal. So it's a scam. 
that's that's at least very misleading. Well, but it but if you think about it, like they don't like think of a Black Friday ad. They don't say you're getting the newest Samsung TV. They say we have a Samsung 55 inch LCD TV, and here's what it costs. And then you get there, and the box even says like it's this like it's 1080p, it's 60 hertz, which it'll be all of that. But instead of a high end fast processor that this year's model has, it just has a slower one. So, I mean, I I don't want to say that it's not misleading because it's completely misleading. But (laughs) but I would say what they're—I mean, clearly what they're doing is legal. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Oh no, it's it's just I it would border on ethical or not. It's definitely not illegal. Corporations don't have ethics, Joe. That's true. But whether that's true or not, that's what he told me. So it wasn't on the internet. So I'm going to say it's true. Fair enough. I'm souring on Black Friday now. You maybe have talked me out of it. But this was specifically with TVs. I don't know if this is the same for other things. Well, the last thing I bought on, I think it was Cyber Monday, was a TV. Just a couple of years ago, it, it's worked out okay. I don't know. I guess but, it kind of depends on what you're doing with it. You game more than I do. Like, I don't necessarily need the really fast processor or whatever, but I still feel like if I'm going to have a TV, I want it to be able to do everything I want whenever yeah. I want it to do that. Right. That's why I suck. That's why I suck at video games. Just let it be known. I didn't realize <laughs> I got scammed into buying a shit TV. That's why I suck. <laughs> Well, and also on the Black Friday thing is on all the things that irrationally irritate us, almost all of those were a high concentration of people or traffic. Yeah. And what is Black Friday? It's a bunch of <laughs> it's bunch a fucking of, nightmare. That's what it is. <laughs> yes. yeah. It is feeding time at the zoo, and I want no part of that. Beautifully put. So, rookie, I'm guessing you're a Black Friday here. Um, actually this year I did not buy a single thing on Black Friday. But did you go? No, I didn't even go this year. I didn't go anywhere. Is that because you're too hungover from the 23 bottles of wine? Uh, no, I only had two (laughs) bottles and... (laughs) Good God, still! (laughs) And I think, uh, no, I went to Walmart, but it was like 10 o'clock on Friday for to buy beer for the Saturday <laughs> IU to buy for the IU Purdue game. Was it on sale? It was not. Sadly, <laughs> they didn't have a Black Friday deal on Bush Light. I don't know if that's It was last year's beer just uh, in this year's can. <laughs> All right, shall we move on to our next debate? All right. So, one of my Thanksgiving traditions is um Every year, uh, me and my dad, we watch the movie Christmas Vacation. And the reason we do that every Thanksgiving morning is there was always a rule in our house that we could not do anything Christmas related, whether that be listen to music, uh, put decorations up, watch movies, anything Christmas related until until Thanksgiving. Um, so my question to you, did you have any rules like that or do you have any preferences on when it, when can you... When is it the Christmas season when you can actually start decorating, listening to music, uh, watching movies, and stuff like that? So my family was similar to that. It was just, uh, it wasn't necessarily after Thanksgiving. It was like the 1st of December we would always start, but we would then keep our stuff up past the new year. Because I know some people that put their stuff up like super early, like, even before Thanksgiving, but like Christmas afternoon, they're taking it down. 
Okay, so Andy, what about your family? So I know I said like we put stuff up in December and we leave it into January. What what was your family's rule on Christmas? So we usually would get our like our tree and everything and start the decorating process after Thanksgiving. I think a lot of that had to do with we for a long time my mom has hosted her family for Thanksgiving, so she wanted to have those decorations up at a certain point. Um, you know, through that through that holiday, and then we could start. Shortly afterwards, dad usually puts the lights up on the house like the next weekend or something like that. And like you guys, we left ours up for not like a really long time after the new year, but we weren't like taking them down, you know, January 1st or anything like that. Uh, that said, I think I maybe have the like the unpopular opinion about this, maybe for those of us who get annoyed by the uh, the like incessant Christmas music, you start to hear really like anytime in November at, at certain points, but I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of all for it. Uh, Christmas is like, I'm, Christmas is my favorite holiday. Christmas is, I think most people's favorite holiday. If you had, to, if you took a poll and I love it. I love Christmas movies. Joe, you brought up Christmas vacation, which is just a great movie in my book. That's good to watch all year round. Uh, it's a wonderful life. Another one of my personal favorites, not that I watch it throughout the rest of the year, but I would definitely be open to it. I'm totally fine with putting your Christmas stuff up November, leaving it open or leaving it up through, you know, a lot of January. I don't think there's a time limit on that. Okay. But, but I think you said November, but you also said there's not a time limit. So is it okay when I go in literally the week after Labor Day, sweating my ass off (laughs) and I go into Walmart and the fucking Christmas stuff is up already? Like, that's not okay. I don't care what planet you're on. That's not okay. It's fine. They got plenty of shelf space. And if they're playing like a, you know, a, a snow filled Christmas song, maybe that'll help you cool down. No, they need it in the, they put it in the lawn and garden section. That's still lawn and <laughs> garden time. They're replacing all of your like lawn and garden supplies that you're getting ready to use. Yeah. Well, what you said is that like Christmas is probably most people's favorite holiday. I'm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. argue that, but putting your Christmas stuff up and listening to the music like in October kind of dilutes <laughs> the whole Christmas mood in December. Like I used to think before Thanksgiving was a stretch. Now I just kind of a given if I, you walk into Walmart or I don't know what store, you're probably going to hear Christmas music sometime around Thanksgiving. And then like, it just keeps creeping early and earlier and earlier. And it's like, by the time Christmas is here, it's like, I don't even care about it anymore. Like, just get it over with. I might just put my Christmas tree down before Christmas even gets here. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not as exposed to it as you guys are. I feel like I don't <laughs> notice it until later in the year. But like, basically, you guys just don't want to overlap like other holidays, right? Yeah, like give me my Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving, but by the time like I think we used to do it, and it's not set in stone, but about like the epiphany was what we would go by is mm. January 6th. Yep. After then we're like, okay, we're gonna put our stuff down now. And, and not that the dates are in my, I think it should definitely be after Thanksgiving and then sometime early to mid January, just to kind of preserve the whole Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't want to d- d- with everything. I'm all about Christmas. Like the week of like even Two or three days before, I'll even put, put, go to the Sirius channel that plays Christmas music, whatever, and get into it. But I can only enjoy that music so long. 
how many times can you really listen to a song before? And it's all, it's the same 10 songs all over. It's just a different person <laughs> singing them. Pretty much. Like, I can only take it for so long. So it's more or less like a, like, you know, listening to any, like the top 40 radio station. You only get the same 10 songs over and over. These ones you've just heard for years and years and years and years. Listen to your favorite song three times a day and tell me how many days in a row you can listen to it before it's no longer your favorite song. The only argument I have with this whole thing is can we like uh can we each say target and have Luke edit target over Walmart so all of our listeners don't judge us that much? I think you were the only one that said you went to Walmart. So I I think it's okay. Yeah, not jo- edit Joe that said out. Walmart as well, so I need him to say Target. I Walmart and then wherever you go. Okay. <laughs> I only uh, I only do all of my shopping at uh, Nordstrom. Why there Target? I don't know. It just seems less sketchy than Walmart. I mean, have you seen the people of Walmart? It's a it's a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. When I go into my Amazon Go store, yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. What what uh, what are your guys' thoughts on like the idea of Christmas in July? Like that's sort of a phenomenon, right? People like celebrate that. Have you heard of it at all? I've I've heard of it. I've heard of Christmas in July, but I haven't actually heard of anybody actually doing it. I don't think I know anybody that's done it, but I just am aware of its existence. Again, I'm a big Christmas guy, so I'm all for it. I mean, it's it's the same idea, I guess, as like have your family get together at a time where they don't have a bunch of other stuff going on. So it's Uh like people have their uh, Christmas gatherings like two weeks before, two weeks after Christmas, just because it's hard to get all the family in one spot. So I guess some degree it's all right, but I don't know. Christmas is still Christmas. Let's go. Let's do it in that like two week span in mid December, mid to late December, my opinion. So, uh, speaking of first world problems, like when we're all going to get together and give each other gifts, last topic, mm-hmm. if you had to choose between your cell phone or your car, which would you choose? I, so I started, I feel like I started earlier in life as like car because I don't know, getting, getting my first car was such like a monumental experience, but that's so long in the past now. And I have a super awesome brand new phone now that I'm kind of like, I don't know, I could probably, I could probably survive without a car for a while. I think it depends on if you, for me, it depends on if like Uber counts. Can I still use, can I use Uber on my cell phone? If so, then I'm going cell phone all the way. Yeah, I, I think the if I'm getting the understanding the question right on this is it's like the ability to drive yourself in like your personal car or the use of a phone. Because right now, if you were going to take away my truck or my phone, I mean, my truck's worth a hell of a lot more than my phone is. <laughs> my my uh my car and my phone not that far apart, so I don't have that <laughs> distinction. Well, but anyway, so I I would I would say you could still use Uber. It's just. Would you rather have the ability to drive yourself in your car or have access to your personal cell phone? If you still had your car and drive it, like you still borrow other people's cell phones if you wanted, I think. Well, I would have to go with car, but I think part of it is, you know, where we live. Like Andy lives downtown in a major city or not downtown, but in a major yeah, city downtown. In, a, in a crackhead neighborhood that he right, could yeah. easily either have the dealer down the street or an Uber or a fake Uber, probably <laughs> take him somewhere or abduct him, and <laughs> so he has all kinds of options for transportation. Like I live in the middle of nowhere, so I consider Greensburg, Indiana, 
and drive, you know, 45 miles to work, like to try to find a ride. And obviously like, I'd probably have a different situation if I couldn't drive, but I think it's part of where I live and I'm so used to just being able to hop in my car and drive 10 miles down the road and go see people either at the golf course or go to my parents or wherever else. So I definitely would have to give up my cell phone. I just have to go back to when I was uh, a young teen before I had a phone. I just have to ask you all if I could see your phone. <laughs> How about rookie being the one claiming that he would take a vehicle over a phone? It's shocking to say, my, I had to pick my jaw up off the floor for that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would, I would take the phone in a heartbeat with so, the way the world is now. For instance, like, like where I work, like it would be worth it to me to get an apartment next to you, rookie, and just walk to work. Well, so I, I or would convince say, one person, or or convince you. You can just be my Uber. If if you <laughs> asked me this same question in about six months when I moved to Indy and Molly and I have an apartment there. My answer will probably change, but right now there's nothing that I like to do really within ease because we don't have Uber, we don't have Lyft, and there's nothing really within walking distance that I want to go to. So, But this is one decision for the rest of You can only make it once. You can't – no take-backs. What would you do right now? No takesies-vaxies. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would say if I had to make it for the rest of my life, given that I know my situation is going to change, I would say I'd give up my car. There you go, because then you could, Plus, you could move tomorrow if you had to. But, you know, all I need is if I move downtown, all I need are the, is a bird scooter, and I can go anywhere I want. Oh, yeah, we've seen you on a scooter. That phone's not going to last very long if you have a scooter. Okay, that was – we're not going to go into that here. So, <laughs> Okay, so with that, we're going to go into everyone's second favorite segment, our grand finale. So a Florida woman was arrested after pulling a knife on a man for farting. Is there something that pisses you off enough that you'd stab someone? I mean, I think if this dude farted on me, maybe on an airplane, I'd probably want to stab him. The creator of SpongeBob, Steven Hillenberg, passed away this week. What's your favorite SpongeBob moment, rookie? Uh, the beginning of every episode when you hear, are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Michigan University is arming their professors with, you guessed it, hockey sticks. What would your non-standard defense weapon of choice be? My go-to defense mechanism is just being completely physically non-threatening. Southwest Airlines employees mocked a five-year-old girl for her, her unusual name. It's A-B-C-D-E. It's spelled out. It's pronounced Absidy. Did she deserve it? Uh, she deserved it and she should get used to it. She's in for the long haul of getting made fun of. A bunch of people <laughs> texted their parents last week and asked how long to microwave a 25 pound turkey. How much flavor or even food safety are you willing to sacrifice to get your food quicker? Hey, if you can find a way to fit a turkey in a microwave, I say go for it. Last one, Luke's out this week with a touch of laryngitis and had some technical difficulties for Adam, so that's why he dropped out. But any chance this episode is released without him editing in a few jokes at our expense? Our only hope for this one is that he can't speak for the next week straight. That's a wrap for episode six of Opinions Anonymous. With me this week was Andy, Adam for most of it, and Joe. If you want to catch up with our other crew or just have a lot of free time, check us out at opinionsanonymous.com or on social media at opinionsanonpod. Until next time, remember that everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better.
I'ma do my own thing. Do I sound better now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So apparently corded works better than the AirPods, just FYI. <laughs> Feel bad for everyone I've talked to on the phone for the past, like, <laughs> seven days. <laughs> What's a giblet? Am I about to learn what one of those is? Giblet. You're, ab- you're about to learn. <laughs> Trust you me, really you don't know what a giblet is, Joe? Well, I said giblet, so that should let you know that I have no idea what that is. Who wants to lead us off with our first debate topic? I, I guess I'll go ahead and get started. Black Friber. Friber. Black Friber. <laughs> Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Is it worth it? We're not going to go into that here. So <laughs> instead. We're gonna go off, go into everyone's second favorite uh, finale. Or fuck, <laughs> Michigan University is arming their professors with you guessed it, hockey sticks. What are your? What's your? Oh, fuck. I'm gonna do my own thing. Do my own.